Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Friends with Friends. My name's Pete Allison and this right here is Dave Cribb. Ahoy, ahoy, good morning, afternoon, evening, etc. Are we well? Yeah, I'm not bad. How are you? Yeah, fine. Yeah, uh, I'm currently wearing, I've already been mocked uh, by our guests this week for wearing shorts. And I've got this sort of like, you know those awful leggings that you wear under shorts in the in the winter? Well, like, like runners wear? Yeah, you look like an absolute prick, but <laughs> they are warm. And I'm fully aware I look like an absolute prick and also more of an athlete than I actually am. It looks like I'm really trying to be an athlete. But anyway, that, that is... Hang on, hang on. So what's, what what's your purpose for, for wearing them? Purely warmth? Yeah, no, no, no. I went to the gym earlier and then oh, it's okay. been one of those days where I just didn't have time to get changed. So I chucked them on, keep warm. It's at best an average anecdote, um, but here we are. <laughs> And I just thought I'd paint a, a mental picture. And and it's worth prepping the listeners that at some point in this hour, you might get an Amazon package. So, yes. So um, it's pretty much all go I on mean, the podcast this it's, week. It's, it's, it's yet to arrive. So, yeah, I'm on the edge of my seat waiting for that to be delivered. The tension is palpable. Should we meet this week's friends? Yes, let's do that. Uh, it's slightly different this week for reasons that will become apparent, Pete. But uh, this week's guests were thrilled to have the host of Sunday Brunch and the Dear Lovejoy podcast to Tim Lovejoy. Ahoy. Ahoy. Good. He's, he's, he's got the, the podcast lingo. And also the producer of Dear Love Joy, Mark Augustine. Ahoy. Ahoy. Do you, know, do you know Graham Alexandra Bell, who invented the telephone? Mm. Well, not personally. When he, what he thought when people answered the phone, they would say, so, ahoy. And it's a shame in many ways that they don't. Yeah. I feel like the way you told that story, you, you were leading on to saying, and it's a Good job they don't. No, I, I think it's a great way of doing it. Ahoy, I like it. Great. It's good. Yeah, yeah. I, enjoy, I, I enjoyed your double ahoy. I don't really know. I don't really know how ahoy became a a, a thing that you do every week, Dave. You do all. No, I it, sort of stumbled you? into it, and I'm, you know, good to have a catchphrase. Isn't hey, it? I've, <laughs> Even I've if got, it's four letters long. Yeah. Before we get on, Mark and I bought you a present. Have you? Because we're going to talk about American sitcoms. We went to, and bought you some Twinkies. I've got some actual Twinkies. Sorry, Pete, you can't Sorry, taste yeah, this, these. This, but Pete these never are, gets that's the gifts. okay. Yeah, I always miss out. Chocolate and peanut butter flavoured Twinkies. Oh, that's absolutely amazing. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Are you going to have one? Are you, will you have one if I crack into them? Or? Uh, what, what, are your, what are your rules on eating on mic? I'm, I mean, I'll edit it all out. Okay. <laughs> so we could just have one I'd, afterwards. I'd, I'd, I'd quite like to try one, but I, think I can try it now or later. No, I think it's probably worth it. It's worth what a did you say they're called? A Twinkie? I've not heard of it. Twinkies. Twinkies. <laughs> you must know Twinkies. Twinkies. They're like an American thing. They, they, they've, got, they've got cream in the middle, but they never go off. They reference, um, they reference them in Friends. Yes, we thought they might. A lot of rustling now. We were looking for s'mores. I'm not sure that I trust any food that never goes off. Well, no, I'd say that's absolutely a, a valid stance, Pete. Oh, I've taken too mm. much of a big 
I actually quite like it. That's all right, isn't it? <laughs> Feeling like really it. left out here. I'm experiencing right. what yeah, podcast like listeners cakes. will feel. Like. There's a pack of 10 pizza. I've got seven left. I'll pop one in the post. Still in the post, yeah. Never goes off, mate. So what's the worry? Doesn't matter when it arrives. So, oh, God. Wait. Edit point. Wasn't that Twinkie delicious, guys? Mm. <laughs> oh, Tim's still, Tim's still eating his. Gone. So I, I sort of referenced at the start of the podcast that it's a little bit different because so... Is it fair to say, Mark, you're a big Friends fan? I would say not not huge, but I it's been in my life a yeah, lot. Like you, yeah, yeah. You're you're in the world. You're aware of it. You yeah, know I like it a lot. I like it a lot. He, he does talk about it a lot, which has been an amusement to me on on our podcast. Why? Cause, Cause, well, because he references it quite a lot, and and I and and as it's about to become apparent, I don't really watch it. I have never really. Well, watched no, it. I wouldn't say. I, I would say not that you don't watch it. You you actively hate it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the that's what I wanted. <laughs> that's sort of. Uh... Can I can I tell you why I hate it though? Yeah. To begin with, is the reason why I hate it. I was in this. I was in a. I never really watched it because I was always out when it was on. Okay. Cause so I'm, cool. I'm, well, no, I'm a bit older than you guys. <laughs> so so I was always out when it was on, and and then I ended up in a, in a relationship. So I never. I knew what it was going on, but I didn't engage in it particularly. And then I was in a relationship. Um, sorry, can I just remind everyone, it wasn't on-demand TV when this thing first happened. Right. Now it's Netflix now. So I'd have to bother to video it, and I assume it went out on a Friday night, did yeah. it? Yeah, right. Friday Okay, night. so I was out because I'm a lad. And that <laughs> <laughs> drinking, aren't I? So, so then I was in a relationship with a, a bad relationship, and all she did constantly was play Friends on in the background because it was always on Channel 4 or E4 yeah. or something. And so all I hear is this sort of like noise coming at me from a TV, which is Ross whining. Sure. And and so I I grew to hate it. I hate the sound of it on and always in the background. But I have embraced this episode. I was going to say it's more of like a social context thing for you. Then you've it's become a thing that you just so you, you never really sat down and properly watched it. Would that be fair to say? That would be fair to say. But I've watched this episode. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, <laughs> I like that you were so that's keen. Relief, to be like, yeah. I have done my I have done my prep. I have, I have done my homework. I have done it. Yes. Uh, well, we appreciate that. Um, okay. Well, I mean, let's talk about the episode you've chosen. I presume, Mark, you chose this episode. I did. What was the reason? Um, well, because it's so schmaltzy, it would really piss Tim off. And I thought, <laughs> I thought it's 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 the most sort of soap opera-y one I could think of. Yeah. Um, and it's also one of my favourites. Um, and I thought, what what way to get to Tim Lovejoy, the Grinch, you stole friends by <laughs> by, uh, by playing in this one? I thought. Can I ask why it's your favourite? I like the box bit. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. I like the box yeah. bit. I mean, talk about spoilers. I'm going. I'm, going, I'm actually going. I'm actually going for a job, a job as a TV reviewer next week. <laughs> what did you like about the one with the box? Oh, the box bit. Uh, what's the What's the episode, Mark? It's, if uh, everyone hasn't guessed, it's I know. Uh, season four, yep. episode eight, and it's called the one with Chandler in a box. And it was first broadcast in 1997. It was, wasn't I it? I think. Yeah, 1997, twentieth of November. Yes. Well, that's when it came out in America. I suppose we got it a few months later. But yeah. Worth flagging up, Pete. Directed by our favourite di- director of Friends, Peter Boners. <laughs> that's Peter it. Boners. I was trying to remember his name then. Yeah, that's it. Peter Boners. Uh, how many how many series of Friends were there in total? Ten. 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 How, when did it pick up? From series one, or <laughs> when did it get? Was it like? Well, this is, and um, you know, I mean, I don't want to say there's there's over like thirty episodes of this podcast to listen back and what listen to us track this sort of thing, but <laughs> it really varies on who you talk to. So right. yeah, the first sort of season was it trickled along audience wise and yeah. I think by the end of the first season everyone had gone have you heard of this thing and then it got rerun over the summer and then season two is when they mm. all went quite massive right but then 
see for me i'm an early friends i like the early seasons but pete loves the later seasons and okay. people re- you, there's no real right answer or, or consensus on what are the best eras of you, friends you can tell it's found its feet though because the opening gag is i mean it's sort of ludicrous but it's it's basic but it's just like, hey, you all know the characters, you know what's going to happen with the phone gag, yeah, mm. right yeah. at the beginning. And I think that it's, it's found its feet so much that they don't really have to do too much. They just have to go, Joey's just a bit stupid and, and everybody laughs, right? Right. That's, that's found its feet. Well, I mean, you've taken this right down to a base <laughs> level, aren't you? <laughs> but this is, well, this is quite an early example of Joey being particularly stupid. It's like a glimmer of Joey's slow descent into stupidity as he falls for that radio presenter voice, doesn't he? Oh, sorry, he wasn't always stupid. No, he's... Well, like, he, he was much, much less stupid at the start mm. of Friends and then progressively as you uh, go along... Like, he was a bit he cooler, wasn't he? Unbel- yeah, exactly. His thing at the start is that he's good with women and he's quite a cool guy and then by the end of it... He and a bit dumb, but like... Incredibly thick He would guy. be making funny jokes and, you know, like smart quips and then by season 10... There's there's an episode in the last couple of seasons where Joey speaks French, which is sort of the what we've decided is the pinnacle of Joey's yes. stupidity because the premise of the episode is that Lisa Kudrow is Phoebe is trying to teach him French. Yeah. And he cannot repeat the syllables that he hears. So she'll go like Je m'appelle Claude and he'll go tout a flute bleu. Right. And so it's not it's not even like a misunderstanding of a language or learning or education. It's just he cannot his brain has fallen to a stage where he cannot just hear a sound and then replicate it with his mouth. Mm. Which, you know, even for us Friends fans, it's a bit, bit much. Will it, will it ruin this podcast if I'm just chipping in with questions? No, because no. Because no. the first thing that I thought of was, um, I, um, the, we, we go to, from Joey into the scene where we're with all the friends mm. and suddenly Lisa Kudrow's there, like Phoebe, and she's doing her bit. And I'm thinking, when the comedy writers are sitting down, they've now got two characters who are stupid who are mishearing things and miss and it's like how are they writing this material because normally in every sitcom there is always there's sort of in the american sitcom format there's one stupid guy yeah. in, in cheers and stuff yeah. like that yeah Sorry kramer or or in, in in yeah or in taxi there's ludka or whatever you want to whichever one you want to go for and then they've written two mm. and it's like wow who are we going to give these lines to and it, as far as i can see and i'm an outsider on this as you know is is Phoebe gets pushed to one side for a while. Joey takes takes centre stage as the stupid guy and Phoebe's pushed to one side. Is that fair or not? Yeah, she becomes more sort of quirky and cosmic. misunderstood and cosmic and, yeah, all that sort of right. stuff. And that becomes her main personality trait. Um, and, and Joey becomes just front and centre idiotic. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and that is... So, like, look, before we crack into the episode, right, let me sorry. just... Because this, actually, more than anything, is an episode that needs a lot of context okay, like, yeah. because you've watched this probably without having seen any of the run-up and there's a lot of just references to stuff that's just happened in Friends yeah. it's, it's when you watch these out of context I was thinking if you just tune into this on a Friday night you'd have no fucking clue what was going on would you yeah they don't even really try to, to make the context clear do they it's just no. it starts they don't try and really yeah. back reference Kathy. Monica references Richard who she hasn't seen for months there's, there's a lot of stuff that you're just assumed to have known yeah so series four episode eight the one with chandler in a box this is the wikipedia synopsis if you haven't watched it recently uh, during thanksgiving joey decides to punish chandler for what he did in a very novel way even synopsis hasn't told us what he did <laughs> it's not even back reference well i can it. tell you what he did because yeah. i watched the episode they, t- they do tell you in the episode yeah yeah yeah. It, go on. He, he's 
taken Joey's girlfriend. Yeah, snogged Joey's girlfriend. Snogged Joey's girlfriend. Mm. Um, meanwhile, Ross is shocked when he learns Rachel exchanges every gift she's given, but Rachel shows Ross she keeps things that matter, and Monica becomes infuriated by Richard's son, also an eye doctor, when she has an appointment with him. Some of these Wikipedia synopses just for yeah, the that, con- yeah. that, does- that sucks out more of the humour than Tim does. From the- <laughs> <laughs> they really, they really yeah. boil it down into yeah. just, abs- like, no one's going to want to watch that after that. Yeah. But yeah, so we open on this scene where Joey's just sat in the apartment and Chandler's calling him and he calls him three times and yeah, that's the Joey stupidity because the second time yeah. after he's hung up he goes, hello, you know, as if it's a completely fresh caller. Um, and then Chandler comes in with this sort of radio, oh, you've won a prize on blah, 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 radio. Yeah. Which Joey believes, again, this is just, this is actually quite a good episode, I guess. Did you find this for pinning down their sort of character traits? Because there's quite early, we get a bit of Ross being like a grammar Nazi and we get Joey being stupid and we get, like you say, Phoebe being a bit quirky. There's a, think, there's a lot of... I think it's hard not to know what the who the Friends characters are. Um, I had to remind myself a bit, but I think because even though I haven't watched it, Friends is so huge. I mean, it's kind of the biggest TV show there's ever been. Yeah. Is it? I mean, it's up there. It's definitely up there, yeah. It's uh, that uh, and The Simpsons. There's yeah. about four of them, aren't there? Yeah. And the news. And the news. <laughs> uh, so bi- I, I kind of know that. it's bigger than the news. I, I know the characters, so I, I, I kind of know what they are and who they are. So even though you've never sat down and watched it, you're sort of familiar of who the yeah. six of them are, what they're like. Because you can't miss it because yeah. they're so huge. No, that's it? interesting. This is, why, is- this is why I don't get it when people try to pretend that they've that they know nothing about it because even like in Tim's position where you've never sort of actively watched an episode you still know stuff about it and that's why I'm always cynical about people who say that they have like no knowledge of it at all like it's just so ingrained in popular culture that you still soaked up some stuff yeah, yeah. even even Rachel's hair was like kind of the biggest thing around at one stage yeah. when she had a yeah. new haircut so so also you can't escape smelly cat because no. it was absolutely huge. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're right, Pete. Anyone who says they know nothing about Friends is an idiot because it's been so part of popular culture that you, you can't avoid. They're just it. trying to play it cool. Then I think that's that's the thing. There are people that think it's not. Well, cool I think to Friends like is yeah, maybe, but I think Friends is not not cool. Is cool. Sure, I was in the double negative. Well, yeah, I mean maths. it is cool. Obviously, you all you lot love it, and and there's a reason why you all like oh, it. Just... Nothing but the uh, pinnacle of cool, Pete. I tell you what. <laughs> well, quite. That's, that's an exactly right. Endorsement we put on the poster. <laughs> Can I ask you a question just for a Always. bit of, for a bit of background? Yeah. Um, because I don't know this. How are all six of them friends? I know uh, um, Ross and uh, Courtney are. Yeah. are um, I'm going between Good character mix of names. Worlds, <laughs> <laughs> I know Ross and, and Courtney are brother and sister, and I knew she was really fat. Yeah, she was fat as a kid. So Ross and Monica are brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Chandler and Ross were at school together. Or at college together, so they're college yeah. friends. Monica and Rachel were at school together. Right. And so the the pilot, Rachel, sort of bursts back in after years of yeah. not knowing Monica and, and they rekindle. Uh, it's not entirely clear how they're friends with Phoebe, is it? I don't think that's ever... Phoebe she lived with was, Monica. Yeah, she was just a flatmate, I think. Yeah, she like was, Joey was to Chandler. Yes. Right, so how did the two flats end up? How did they end up the two flats? So, become, I don't think that's ever referenced, is it? What I found fascinating watching it, and I was saying this to Mark earlier, is is I'm watching it and I'm going, hold on, a Big Bang Theory just completely ripped off the two flat thing and yeah. the staircase. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you've got you've got New Girl totally ripped off, because I didn't think about it at the time, but Schmidt and New Girl, 
uh, has severe weight problems when he's younger mm. and, and keeps referencing it. And that's the same thing. And they've done the same thing by putting all the people in the flat and yeah. they have to sort of crowbar them all in and how it works. It's kind of really weird how American sitcoms all reflect each other. Yeah, and, and Friends, I think, is probably one of the last sitcoms that was about nothing. You know, they've, yeah. all, got, they've all got these premises mm. and Friends was just like, you couldn't pitch Friends now because it's... Six, six, six mates, yeah. and fun happens. You know, it, it, there's nothing to it. I don't think you get past like a, a pitching stage. No, um, six but, mates with no diversity that wouldn't get that wouldn't get past a pitching yeah, stage. I mean, it's it is the whitest television show yeah. that has ever existed. Yeah. Um, there is a thesis to be done on that subject, though. Of How I Met Your Mother. Have you ever watched How I Met yep. Your Mother? Yes. Yeah. There are. I reckon. So I never watched it until probably two or three years ago, and I thought I'd just sit down and watch it. And and, and I reckon I counted over twenty episodes of How I Met Your Mother that are the exact same plot lines as episodes of Friends. Wow. And it's annoying yeah. because when I was watching them, I was going, oh, that one is that. And I never wrote any of them down, so I can't do examples. But there's so many just completely... Has that, been, has that been clocked? That must have been clocked by a lot of people. Like, yeah, well, I mean, like it's it's it's, about it's very easy to clock when you look at the writers and work out that half of them are the right. same. <laughs> <laughs> so they are literally yeah. just churning it out. I've but, got an idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But to the effect where Ted in How I Met Your Mother, you know, gets a job at a university halfway through, you know, it's Ross's. They, all the things are the same. There's the couple that split off. That literally the only difference in How I Met Your Mother is there's five of them, not six. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. And they're all still white. Mm. Uh, so right, let's um, let's let's attack this episode as we always do. Uh, there's th- there's three storylines. There's the A, B, and C plot as there are. We've got and and you can choose where we start. You can choose where we finish. So we've got the secret Santa storyline. That is so far down, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's like the I opening. Mean, I, watched, like I watched that episode about half an hour ago, and even I had forgotten that was part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and that's tied in with the sort of Rachel and exchanging gifts right, thing. Right, yeah. Then there's Monica's eye and the sort of strange, weird eye I've, doctor. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm yeah. And then there's obviously the, the box. Okay. Mm. So where, do you, where, do you, where, where should we begin? I mean, Mark, you choose. Well, let's say let's just go with A, I suppose. I mean, it's it's the you know. Start with box. It's the it's the elephant in the room or the Chandler in the box, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, this is one of the. I mean, it's quite an iconic Friends thing, isn't it? Chandler in the box. Yes. Yeah, yeah. One of those one of those things that. Were you aware of Chandler in the box before you watched this episode? No. Okay. First impressions. Uh, honestly, I thought it was a a, a clever concept. Um, <laughs> you liar! No, I did. I, I literally thought this is interesting. They put him in a box because I'm watching it with a critical eye. Yeah, there's going to be some material here, but they decided just not to do too much material with Chandler in the box and just do it about Joey outside, um, the, box. outside the box. And I thought it was a missed opportunity to do. To I mean, apart from the finger coming up, and yeah, the practical joke. Yeah, the knocking. There's yeah, very little well, that Chandler contributes because he's even silent. You're right. That that I mean, that's the that's the plot, isn't it? <laughs> well, the so, thing, the but, you know, this I, is and this is the problem when you look back on it because I think ultimately what we've realised happened now that we're older and we've watched Friends again is that Matthew Perry clearly wasn't available for half of that week. So oh, so they stuck. What do you think he's not so in there? He's definitely not in it for half the episode, isn't he? He's in the he's in the start of the episode, to be and he's in the he's final in... scene. Hold on, you don't think they film the all the episode together? They film it over like two nights, don't they? I don't know. Well, I looked I looked this bit up actually. Five hour shoots. Um, they were doing in front of a live studio audience, and there were twenty minutes in between scenes to uh, to, to change, to it, change it. And I thought it was really interesting reading that. It felt like it because it sometimes feels very cold when they. It, I don't because it's like a theatre production. Have you noticed with Friends? Well, of course you do. You watch them all. They line them all up like it's a stage. Yeah. Right. So they're all facing out, which I've always thought was so strange. But that's American sitcoms for yeah. you, isn't it? They all line up. 
And then sometimes I thought they took a while to get going with the jokes. And then there's only so many times you can do a load of jokes before you're losing the will to tell the punchline of the joke. And it felt like that on some of the, especially the ones on the, what's that first thing? The, 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 the Secret uh, Santa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just felt like they couldn't be asked with the punchline. But, but And you just know, you don't never know what take of that is as well. You know, yeah. they've, they've, they've gone through the motions. So all, have you ever been, have you ever watched a sitcom that's set up like that live in an audience? Only uh, via Mrs. Brown's boys at the end where they break the... Uh, okay, uh, yeah, 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 break the... Break the have, you been to, have you seen that live? No. In person? No, no, I just watched it on telly. <laughs> just on telly. No, because I hadn't... So I went to watch Upstart Crow because my friend's in it. Uh, right. the, you know, the Shakespeare, David Mitchell thing. Yeah, you've got a famous friend. Uh, yeah, mate, you're on, cool. you're on the podcast. There <laughs> <laughs> you are. Uh, and, but it's the weirdest thing about it is, and you never think about this yeah. till you're there, you're only in front of one of them. Right. You're only in front of one set. Oh, right. Uh, Do you know okay, what I mean? Like, yeah. So half of the time you're sort they of just looking... They have different audiences in different ones, then. Yeah, well, there's just an audience along the whole thing. So if you imagine, half the audience is in front of Joey and Chandler's flat. Half of them are sort of in the hallway and half of them are in Monica and Rachel's flat. So actually, half the time you're sort of just looking at a weird 60 degree angle across a room. don't have any monitors to show you what's happening. I mean, they, they, I mean, the place <laughs> is full with monitors, but it's, right. it's weird because yeah. you're supposed to be in this live audience and you might as well just be watching it on telly. But yeah, half the time you're between getting blocked by cameras or being just not in front of the set. It's a really fucking weird environment. <laughs> and that probably contributes to sort of the... Some of the coldness, some of the warmness as well. Yeah, what, watching it cold, what I thought was that um, you, you, the audience know the characters so well by series four we're on, right? Yeah. Is that right? So then uh, that they can just they can just give away a load of jokes. What's the word? They're just like they're throwing them away. Yeah. yeah, they're phoning them but, in yeah, these yeah. jokes. They got just shit. Some of them are just like the first Go one on, with Joey and one? stuff. The first one with Joey, I can't I haven't written them all down, but that's what I was thinking. And then every now and then you get. I'm, I'm hoping you guys are going to tell me the the ones because I didn't write it down. But you suddenly get a bit of gold dust every now and then. You think, oh, fucking, hell, that's a really clever joke. That right, really, really clever. But there's but a I weird. Think- sta- oh, sorry, Tim. There's a weird standalone joke in it as well. Where Phoebe makes a reference to needing to call, I think, is a grandmother to ask about left-handed recipes or something and it, yeah. there's no run-up to that joke there's no aftermath to it it's literally just a one-liner that's mm. it and, that, and that's what I, I mean I remember that joke and I remember thinking at the time that's because everyone knows Phoebe they need to write a line for her yeah. Phoebe's weird so she's just done a uh, you know just some uh, weird just, words just, yeah just, <laughs> uh, just some, some weird words but the problem with American sitcoms is there is so many episodes aren't there I mean I don't know how many in this series Mark there are well, 20, 24 in, 24, in most yeah. Yeah. So 24, we, 25 so what do we do six in a series over here and they do 24 that, and we take four years off and do another six I've, I've never really sat down and analyzed a sitcom like this one i wanted to do because i was seeing you guys they're having to phone in jokes aren't they because you're 24 episodes of this thing yeah. and there's something some of them probably won't make the cut either they're having to go right right they must have a checklist where they go phoebe needs at least two weird jokes yeah. tick those yeah, off yeah Chan, Chan needs to be sarcastic a couple of times and then they sit yeah. there and go have we got three killers for yeah. this and and that's what you're looking that's what you and because you all love it so much you're going oh that's joey being a bit weird that's that's Ross Boyanjing, that's, you know, whatever. And then you go, where's the killer jokes? And and they'll put two or three in. I thought the box, by the way, was a, was an interesting concept to, to go with, which will shock Mark, but because I think he wanted me to hate it. <laughs> but I was like, okay. He does, he does look a bit annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like the concept. I think they should have done more with it, though. No, I think that is a fair point, though, because actually the, the the bit where he knocks on the on the box and he goes, hey, I got you when they're halfway to the door. I do. I think I remember thinking the first time I watched that, oh, just do loads of that for the yeah for twenty minutes. You know, loads of funny, silly, yeah. dick around practical jokes. But yeah, it's it's it's, it's in, and that. But this is why I'm convinced Matthew Perry 
whether they just shot his scenes and then he had to go off to a film premiere or he was he turned up late. <laughs> He's not in the box, guy. He cannot be in the box. It has never occurred to me. You would pay Matthew Perry like a million dollars to sit in a box. It has never occurred to me that he might that might not be his finger. I mean, it's not Matthew Perry's finger, is it? I, I will put my mortgage on that. <laughs> I want that as a band name, though. <laughs> Matthew Perry's fingers. fingers. Yeah. Do you um, really think it's not? Why would it be? I just like if you were Matthew Perry and they were like, "This is a five-hour shoot, say," and you're like, "Right, first scene in your apartment." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's not even in the apartment. He's on the phone. This is he's not. He's barely. Yes, in you're it. right. He's he's not actually... in the first scene. He's yeah. only on the phone. So then he basically is in the start of that scene. Then he gets in a box, and then he gets out of the box twenty minutes later and runs away. I thought the end of the show. Can I, can I move to the? I know we're, we're yeah. done the middle of the show, but the end of the show, I really thought again. It was like we've got to fill another two minutes here because they're stood there doing those jokes about... I just thought the jokes... This is the post-credits roll when they're... You know, when they're sort of stood on the roof yeah. watching, it, watching them. Yeah, and they're going, oh, look, there he is, because he had to run out. And, and then it, and they're sort of going, oh, no, it's not, it's a mug. And you're like, oh, that, Jesus Christ, that's that that was bad. Can I, I just add that to my list of evidence, Your Honour? Who's not in that scene? <laughs> Matthew Perry. Yeah. He's not in the scene. You know what? It's true. They're all looking in inverted this commas is, at Matthew Perry. This is moon landing JFK stuff, isn't it? <laughs> He's not there. It is, yeah. He's I not believe there. this all occurred to me before. See, my only problem with the, the box storyline. Yeah. Like, Joey and Chandler both talk about the box thing. I think both of them literally say that it means a lot to them, that this whole idea means a lot to them. Doesn't matter how many times they say it, putting Chandler in a box to prove a point is not some, like, profound statement about pre- about friendship in the slightest. Like, I don't know. They're both talking about it as if it's, like, a really sincere thing for mm. them. And, and there's, it's, it, over the course of 20 minutes or an evening in their lives, Joey moves from effectively banishing him from his life forever. Mm. So being like, oh yeah, we're cool now. Am You've I, sat in, in a box for a bit. In defence of the writers on this, if I can do it, Please. Um, is I think as a viewer, you know that Joey and Chandler love each other dearly yeah. and are desperate to find a way back from this horrific situation. Mm. And I think the others are implying that this has to come to an end because we're all good friends, and you know if we're going to make a million quid an episode, we've got to we've got to carry on. <laughs> we've all got to be in it. We've got, we've got to go in. And I think, and I so I found it actually, Pete, a little quite believable because I was like, okay, they've got to find a way, and for him standing yeah, in the, the box. Solution. But, is is the only solution here? Otherwise, they've got to, you know they've got to think of something dumb for him to do. And Joey is a much better friend to Chandler than Chandler is to Joey. Correct, all the way through the bracelet. Yeah, Chandler's a dick to Joey, and Joey's yeah, you're right. For, actually, for all his faults, Joey's a very loyal and loving. I friend. mean, he's poor for seventy percent of the of in all ten series, mm. and Chandler does give him money. Yeah, that's, but that's not friendship. No, that's just an easy would you, way out. Yeah. Would you like any of them as your friends, though? Joey? Well, it's would you? Would you say you'd take yeah. Joey? Oh, really? I would drive you nuts. Oh, I'd love Joey as a friend. There's Helen Monk. For the second time we've mentioned Helen Monk. The aforementioned yeah. from Upstart Grow was. I a love guest her by the way. She's, she's a lovely person. She's, she's a load. Yeah, one of the best. But mm. she has a theory. She she was on this podcast and she said her her basic analysis of friends is they're all absolute dicks. Yeah, and yeah. they're this horrible, exclusive. 
they don't, you know, because she was talking about people like Janice. Like Dick you know Island. Janice? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like living on Dick Island. Living no on one Dick else will live with them. Yeah, but they don't let anyone in. And we were talking about an episode with Janice in, who is, if you don't know about Janice, is like this, Chandler's one of Chandler's long-term girlfriends and... Every, basically her crime is she's got an annoying voice and she's a bit annoying mm. but the friends treat her like she is the worst human that's that's ever come into any of their lives and they exclude her and they vilify her and she's out of there and so yeah Helen is basically like I just think they're all probably awful humans have you ever watched Is Always Sunny in Philadelphia yeah yeah. Do you like that uh, no I never I never <laughs> clicked with that no me neither so no. I absolutely love it but it's, it's it's supposed to be the antidote to friends isn't it yeah, yeah. that's, that's be, why we don't like it supposed to be, <laughs> there's supposed to be horror horrible people and there's one of the series where um, Mac who's played by yeah. Rob McEndry McEldry I can't remember how you say his surname but he puts on a ridiculous amount of weight he wanted all the cast to do it because he said when friends the more money they get as the series go on the better looking they all start looking and he wanted to reverse Literally. that so he put on so much weight it's so funny halfway through so it so sort of deliberately deliberately and then in the last series he, he lost it all and became ripped again but I mean oh. it's it's kind of interesting because yeah I, I mean I, I've watched a lot of It's Always Sunny and I do like some of it but I just I, it's never quite clicked to me in that same way oh, but okay. you know what if it's the antidote to friends the sample size it works doesn't it yeah. Don't like Friends, like Always Sunny. Yeah, we like Friends and don't like it. So, yeah. Pete, casting vote. Um, I, t- I don't think I know. I don't think I've seen it enough. Oh, yeah. That was a really underwhelming way for uh, me to make my casting vote. I'm sorry. Hello, my darlings. It's me, Anna Man, actress, singer, welder. Gotta have a backup. I've been in everything, my darlings, and I've been cut from most things. However, I will not be cut from one thing, and that is my own podcast. Talking to Actors with Anna Mann, where I meet those rarest of creatures, the actors. That's Talking to Actors. Look out for the new series starting soon on The Great Big Owl. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Back to the box. So, I mean, <laughs> my real takeaway was that they moved the box. That is a big old box, and they moved it into the... Joey may trying to get in the box. There is no way that's getting through that door. Yeah, yeah. that wouldn't <laughs> oh, fit through the door. Yeah. Where does the box come from? It's it's He's packing up 
in their apartment, isn't he? Because Chandler. So the backstory to this, Tim, which you won't have seen, is that Chandler, after he kissed Kathy, bought them all new furniture for their apartment because they'd been robbed previously. Right. So, and that was Joey deemed that to be sort of guilt furniture. Mm, yeah. Um, so he was packing it all up. But can we talk oh, about see. the door? Yeah. Can we talk about the door? What is the door rule? Because sometimes they just walk in without a key, and other times <laughs> they have to they have to get an axe and and axe the door down to get in to get some pizza or something. The door is never just locked. It's no, but either is it, the but most is it, locked or... Or completely locked. open that yeah, anyone yeah. can walk in. Do we know the rule on that? Uh, no, there's no social boundaries uh, in this sitcom. That's no. that's that's the thing. Yeah. You know, they go in and take a shit in the other person's apartment. Yeah, yeah. And no one no one. Or just cares. come in and just open a beer. Yeah. And the other thing is, just very quickly, this is a slight tangent. Have you ever looked at actually where the friend's apartment is? Have I been there? Well, yeah, but have you seen on the map where it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's prime real estate. Oh, There's no way they could afford it. I know this is a little bit. No, no, no. They it's... were getting a million quid an episode, you idiot. Of course they can <laughs> afford it. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> sorry, Tim. You're absolutely right. The actors pay for the characters' <laughs> rent. It's very simple, Mark. You buffoon. <laughs> do you know... Do you... <laughs> Do you know which uh, which one of the friends they did a vote on this? I looked it up online. Um, which one of the friends? I love that you've got more trivia of our friends than we do. <laughs> which one that the general public wanted most to be their friend? Um, I don't know who put this to a vote, by the way. I can't remember. I bet Phoebe, Chandler, Ross, Ross won. That's baffling. Ross won, and Chandler came second. Ross won with twenty five, but nearly twenty five percent of the votes. When was the poll taken? Out of interest. Do you know? I don't know facts on it. No, I just well, know I, that. Do you remember who was the least? No, I didn't look up that. I just, Monica. I just God, looked. Monica. Yeah, just I was going to say Monica. Really? Why don't just, people like Monica? She just offers nothing, I'd say. Yeah. Really? As, as a, to be her friend in yeah. real life, she's annoying and yeah. obsessive and... I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm being judgy. Do you think there's too many of them? Do you think they they they, they, they struggle to? <laughs> what you think they should have killed one of them off or something? I just think that are they the... the one where Phoebe dies or something? You know. Hang on, Tim. Based on this episode, Tim, which friend would you kill off? Well, I, I, I just I, plug up the hole of the box and yeah, get one's in the coffin already. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'd like you to please submit to BuzzFeed. <laughs> the sort of thought piece were there too many of them in Friends <laughs> because BuzzFeed that have done every other all possible all the thing pieces yeah that one's not been done yeah yeah they've done every other possible one on BuzzFeed they haven't done that yet um, right let's move on shall we Monica's eye yeah right. it's, it's just a terrible go joke right. Mark's, right. Mark's chomping at the bit right. to chip in here ice in the eye not an injury not, the, yeah. <laughs> not an injury not an injury not an injury not an injury however just very quickly I was sat on the on the way here on the train, and I remembered <laughs> some of the very silly injuries that could get into a Friends episode that I've done to myself. Right. Shall I tell them to you? Yeah. They're very quickly. Yes. <laughs> I cut my lip on a bit of rocket salad. Okay. What? I no, don't, don't just stop there. Yeah, what? I, I just was eating it, and I cut. I got a cut on, on a the le- on a rocket leaf. Yeah. Yeah. Salad cut. Yep. <laughs> I sat on a garden cane whilst trying to get. I was trying to get a football out of the out of the bushes, and it went through my buttock, and I couldn't sit down for three days. It made a, like a sort of inch deep hole. Um, I put a skewer through the palm of my hand, trying to make a hole in a conker, and I put a garden fork through my foot whilst turning over some soil. Jesus, and you are mocking ice in the eye. Well, <laughs> I think those injuries are all still more likely than being yeah. injured by a chunk of ice. The sort of the blocking and the. 
just what happens with her body when she gets that injury is... Oh, I've got some ice in my eye. <laughs> she just opens the freezer and goes, and the, oh, no, I'm, I'm dead. Which will line up Tim's favourite joke of the thing. Which was, oh, the ice in... Put the, some yeah, ice put on some it. Ice yeah. On it. Yeah, yeah, it's not my favourite joke. It's, it's the one that I was like, oh, what, how did that make the cut? <laughs> yeah, the, the edit. They are, they do... I can't... Actually, how did the ice hit her in the face? We don't see it, do we? She, she just opened the door. She's sort of, like, cutting away at it a little bit, isn't she? Yeah, it's, 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 it's like, frankly, completely implausible that... A, a bit of ice would have broken off. B, would have travelled at that velocity towards her face. And, and C, in warrant, that direction. And to warrant a trip to, can I, let, I'm going to put this in parentheses, an eye doctor. Yeah. Now, any four of us have an eye doctor. No, absolutely. No. I assume, I assume that that is, this might be a really stupid question. I assume she's talking about her eye doctor, like in a way we would, a, an optician. But then... Why is the optician open on Thanksgiving at seven? It's late. Point. It's like, it's really out of hours, isn't it? Yeah, doesn't Boots isn't open then? That, Boots that, the opticians is not going to be open on that Christmas appoint, Day. That appointment must have cost a fortune just to get an eye patch. Not on the NHS, mate. Absolutely no. Really. But in America, it would have done. I will say though, uh, Monica isn't Monica's character isn't usually that well served in this friend script. I would say right uh, as a whole, but she gets the best bit of the best bit of comedy in this whole thing, which is the... The put-down. The put-down. It's married a lesbian, left a man at the altar, fell in love with a gay ice dancer, threw a girl's wooden leg in the fire, live in a box. box. Yeah. The way she delivers that, I... It's... The way she says live in a box is the way I I can remember exactly how some lines are written. So, you know when uh, uh, Rachel in another episode says, you fell asleep? asleep? Yeah. I remember how she says... Live in a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I, exactly. There's a few things that I remember them saying very specifically. Very vivid yeah, delivery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. yeah and I, I mean, again, coming to Friends for the first time, I imagine that sequence... Made no sense made at no all. Made no sense at all to you. No, not at all. But it's, no. all, it's all plot lines. When was that bit of it? Where they're all, they're all having a go at her. For bringing her ex-boyfriend's oh, son yes, round. Yes, and, she, and, and they're saying it's like a Greek tra- tra- yeah. tragedy. Yeah, yeah. I quite, Do you know what I quite liked is the play between... Um, Rachel and Monica in the in the doctor's waiting room. I thought their uh, connection there to when the guy looks and they look at each. I thought I thought that is what you lot buy into the fact that they look like they're you d- lot. <laughs> you <laughs> lot. You he's, lot. He's othering us. Yeah. <laughs> but it's what you're buying into. That 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 felt like they knew each other. A so proper real friendship. It was yeah. looks. Yeah. And I thought that is the bit that you think. Oh, I love this bit. They're friends. They know each other. Yeah. And and I I got that bit and thought right. That's what they're buying into. They are. S- for whatever you think of the script, they are. Su- I think they are such good comic actors. Yeah, that's what I mean. On that bit, and they're looking at each other because the guy comes out and he's the son, and they're doing the knowing look at each other. I thought, okay, that's cute. That's funny. Yeah. That's 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 warm. That's yeah. not, That's really warm and nice. So for all the corny lines we've got in there, that's what you love when you come to it. You'll get one or two fantastic jokes like the one you've just said. And you've got a nice little concept with a guy in the box, but then you've got all the warmth. And that's what they've created with these characters. Maybe one too many characters. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that you've, you've, you've literally hit the nail on the head of why they created How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> Three do friends, but with five of them. <laughs> one we, day, someone's going to do say si- on a podcast. We want, we want to do Seinfeld, but how do we make it better? Yeah. Two more friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah mad, good point. It? Yeah. Um, my favourite joke in the whole episode is a complete throwaway one when uh, Joey is going to look for Chandler 
to Ross, Ross sort of persuades Joey to you know go and make up with him, and he finds Kathy and Chandler in Central Park. And but before he sees them, he goes up to Gunther oh. and says, "Have you seen Chandler?" And Gunther's response is my favorite joke in the episode. He just goes, "I thought you were Chandler." Like, yes. and it's just yeah. So and the topper is, or one of you is over one there. One of you is over there. <laughs> yeah, it's just oh, it's that's, beautiful. That's I thought that was amusing as well, and I don't understand Ooh. his relationship with. We've got to like amusing that. Pete <laughs> <laughs> on the little uh, barometer. Yeah, I, I got it. And I, I like that one of you's over yeah, there. Yeah, one of you's funny. over there. Yeah, well, I used to get called him by the way a lot. Used to get called Gunther. Yeah, because I. <laughs> I, I, I oh, that's funny, isn't it? Oh yeah, let's all laugh at me. Yeah, yeah, we're laughing at me. Why were you good at making coffee? Yeah, no, I bleached my hair, and then everyone was going. Everyone just used to send pictures of me. It was email in those days; didn't have social media, but everyone used to send pictures of was me. Was this what like soccer M days? Soccer M bleached yeah. my hair, and everyone sent pictures of me Gunther. on that bloke and called me Gunther. Have you, ever, have, you ever, have you ever interviewed Gunther? No, no. Is he British? No, no, but oh. he pops over. He's so. This is one of the one of the my favorite things about Friends is around probably this time, season four, they all got too famous to like come and do Graham Norton oh, when there'd be a new series. So <laughs> they just keep sending Gunther, and that has not stopped because this year was the twenty fifth anniversary of Friends, and uh, oh, they were doing a load of press, and they only sent one man over, oh, Gunther. Right. Do My thing about that did... is though, that he he probably literally only has I don't know like twenty thirty lines in all of Friends. Mm. But they used to spend a lot of time in that. As far as, as it going on in the background, they used to spend a lot of time in that coffee place, didn't they? That yeah. was that was the yeah. only, was that the only place they went to outside the flat. It's their sort of main hang. Yeah, it's, the, it's their yeah. cheers bar. It's their you know. Did, yeah. did they spend any time in the corridor? I don't remember it in between There's the flat. occasionally handful, yeah. like a handful of scenes. There's a couple of parties, isn't there, that revolve around. There's the one upstairs with the with the neighbour. Uh, yes. He has a party. In fact, yeah. most of the use of that corridor involves what you refer to Tim as like being fast but it, it's when they're all there and there's stuff going on in either flat yes. and then they're in the they're in the corridor in between and yeah it, it's usually used as the setting for some of the more farcical stuff james michael tyler who plays gunther yeah how many followers does he have on twitter we've, we've covered this a long time ago on the podcast pete to a point where you might not even remember <clears throat> I, yeah can i guess you can guess so yeah he's, so he's in friends so he's, he's in friends be, and you know be, who he is right and yeah, you've never watched like, friends it's gonna be it's gonna be two million Mark? I was going to say two, so I'm going to say 1.5. Pete, do you remember what the answer is? Or do you isn't it, like isn't it quite depressingly low? <laughs> oh, no. 3,959. No. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, God, so they're still sending him over here and no one cares. It's oh, <laughs> quite mad. I mean, there is the caveat to that is that none of the friends have as many followers as you think they were on Twitter because that wasn't Hold around. Hold on, you, you heard about um, Rachel the other day. What's oh, her name? Sir, Jennifer Anson on Jennifer Insta- yes, yeah, she, Instagram. Yes, Instagram is different, on Instagram. How many has she got now? She went on and she got a million in a day. She knew and what she was doing. They posted that photo first, didn't she? Did well, she post so, a picture of her and friends? Was that the first yeah, one? Yeah, and it was clearly part of her marketing strategy for this for this new show as well, this Apple TV show she's doing. She oh has 20.1 million followers. 20.1 million. Oh, she's done, how many posts? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12 posts. That is insane. I remember when I Jesus very, very Christ. first joined Twitter. When I very first joined Twitter, I got very depressed by it because I, I saw Jedward have more followers <laughs> than Tim Berners-Lee who invented the fucking <laughs> internet. <laughs> 
<laughs> that probably still stands, yeah. Tim Berners-Lee wanted us to greet each other with a hoy. As we tweeted. She, Aniston, after, what, about a month on Instagram, is so Barack Obama's only on 25 million. He follows me, by the way. Does he? Not on Instagram, he follows on Twitter. me on Twitter. He yeah. follows a handful of odd people on Twitter. Oh, what? Not, are not, you not, calling me odd? I mean, yes, but for different reasons. But <laughs> Sorry, <does>. Gunther. Okay. <laughs> he thinks, maybe that's it, mate. How many followers have you got? Everyone thinks, everyone thinks they're following Gunther. Poor old James Michael Tyler's got nothing. What have we got to cover now, then? Final final plot line is, oh, the Secret Santa gift exchange shambles. I mean... Let's just, I, let's just I rattle mean, through that, shall we? Yeah. I quite like that sequence. Which I one? Thought, well, I liked, I liked it. The, the, the bit that I thought was clever and the joke that I, I didn't see coming, I, I should have seen it coming, but I didn't see it coming and it did amuse me, was right at the end where Joey goes, good luck, I'm going to buy you a present or something. I can't quite remember it. And then he goes, I'm definitely getting you a present for Secret Santa yeah. or something like that. What did he say? I can't remember. Uh, oh, he said, no, because he sends Chandler out, doesn't he? Yeah. He goes, oh, and Merry Christmas from your Secret Santa. A Merry Christmas from your Secret Santa. Yeah. And then he turns around and goes, I need to trade for... Yeah, yeah, who's for, got Chandler? I need to who's, trade. Who's got yeah. Chandler? And I thought that was really yeah. clever because I didn't see that coming. Yeah. And I thought, okay, that's a good gag. And that's what I mean. They, there's two or three of those throughout, the, maybe more, three or four of those out through the thing, which I think, wow, that's really good. That's a really good joke. Yeah, like that. That, that was a really good. And there's, a, there's the nice sequence with the RG and the briefcase and yes. the Rachel Green, Ross Geller. Uh, well, they obviously this is obviously four series in where they've noticed they've got the same initials. That's the first <laughs> time they've made a joke about it. They've gone, guys, guys. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good as well. They also, do, yeah. the the box of memories. I don't know if anyone is obsessive about Big Big Bang Theory as I am. Right, and it's not. Oh, are you obsessed with that? Are you obsessed with that as well? I love Big Bang, which Theory. is better, Friends or Big I Bang? Don't. That's sh- like favorite. That's like favorite really? cat territory. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you really? Yeah, I love it. Oh. I absolutely love it. But they have exactly the same. Penny keeps all of Leonard's. Mate, this is it. There's there's only nine storylines in American sitcoms. <laughs> and they just keep cycling around them. Is yeah. that true? Yeah. Where do you where who do you think does the best comedy writing? Oh, I think I think it's come on leaps and bounds. I think Big Bang Theory's writing is exceptional, only because of the the way they use scientific references and yeah, there's, that's a, there's, part an, of there's that. an added layer to it's it. It's a niche kind of really, comedy writing, though, isn't it? Yeah, I, it's. I think it's. But but for its time, I don't know. I, they're, they're pretty even to me, I would say. Wow. It's interesting, though, they're having a, a sitcom. Oh, they do have one stupid person, don't they? They have the... Who's the stupid person in the Big Bang Theory? No, they don't have any stupid people in the Big well, Bang Theory. Well, I know Penny's sort of the token. She's the one that, because she's not a scientist, is the one yeah, that the they mock. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, yeah they're, The you, woman's they're, the stupid one, Tim. <laughs> it's an American sitcom. And that's why I like Big Bang Theory. <laughs> why do they... Why they do, as soon as they do a sitcom, I suppose the British ones do the same. Do we just talked about Trigger, yeah. What, 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 uh, are you being served? <laughs> <laughs> Some very, very modern references here. Uh, I, I try there. to think of British sitcoms. Well, oh, I tell you what. I tell you what. What about the one with um, written by Lee Mack? That had someone stupid. Not going it? out. It's him. No, to begin with, they had the cleaner, didn't they? Who's the cleaner played Miranda by? Was uh, the Miranda was yeah. oh, yeah. Miranda was in it, wasn't she? Yeah. And she said funny lies, didn't she? But she was quite... Uh, anyway, why are we talking about that when we're talking about friends? <laughs> I'm glad we've at least moved to sort of last decade rather than... That is not going out to first ever reference on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And are you being served, to be fair? Yes. Well, yes. It, it's, it's similar in the fact that it's got very little diversity in it. Mm. At least they have... I mean, I suppose they have gay characters. Do they have gay characters in Friends? Oh, Gunther. Uh, no, he's, no, he's, no, he's in love with Rachel. No, he's in love with Rachel. Oh. Uh, Chandler's dad is gay. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's not there's not very many gay characters in Friends at and all. And if there are if they are gay characters, then they are like really cliche over the top camp waiters and things. Yeah. Right. What do you think about it getting hammered now for coming out on Netflix? It's ridiculous, isn't it? Because at the time when it was being written, it's all about context, don't you think? Yeah. And, and no one was a... It was really lovely, friendly television. It wasn't in context. There's nothing offensive about it at all, was there? Uh, 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 it, it, it's, it's a product of its time, isn't it? Yeah. It is, we've, we've, yeah, we've sort of touched on this a few times. and it? Yeah, I think it's just a product of its time. Somebody made a nice a nice reference on one of our on podcast episodes. They said, it's nice to watch it now and see how far society yeah. has come yeah. by oh, having that good. as a reference point. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's <clears throat> is what it is. The thing is, though, when I... When I uh, as Well, as the podcast resident gay, and I'm obviously not speaking on behalf of all of that community, but when I, when I watch their sort of cliched, the, uh, the, the characters I mentioned, sort of the overly camp waiters and stuff, I don't, I don't watch that and feel... I, I sort of roll my eyes at it. I don't sort of feel actively offended by it. Does that... I think I'm able to recognise that it was a product of its time and things have changed since then. And right. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's a point of difference between that reaction. And how, people might be different. Perhaps people are genuinely offended by it. Because there's also, there's also sometimes when they say, oh, that is so gay, don't they? There's yeah. a couple of... Uh, how, does that, how does that feel? I think... I, think, I mean, that's, that is probably more offensive yeah. to me because that's the kind of thing that you get con- you get conditioned by because you hear it in playgrounds and you right. hear it within your groups of friends and stuff that feels much more um close to the bone i think mm. but yeah uh, yeah that you're you're right you and that one of the worst actually one of the worst episodes in all of friends i think and one of the ones that people would probably object to most these days it's quite a late one as well so it's even more inexcusable perhaps is um the ross and uh, when when ross they get a male nanny uh, oh, the, yeah. uh what's his name freddie prince jr that's right that episode is uh, blatantly dated and blatantly just wrong I yes think. was he gay or did they just no. insinuate he, he was wasn't gay, gay but ross was really weirded out yeah. by the fact that the nanny was he uh, was very sensitive and, wasn't he yeah, and there was some sort of undercurrent of well, he's obviously a bit of a weirdo because of his role. It's yeah. whether it's it's how social media plays out. That's that's what we're looking at now because at the moment it's got power, mm. and uh, it's, I mean it's become ludicrous. By the way, I think some of the, the some of the points in it to do with homophobia or racism have been really good, and they're accurate and to to move things along. And I think yeah. it, I think it's been really good. At, I was I was on Twitter the other day and Mich- uh, Michelle Visage, who's in Strictly, was yeah. wearing glasses on It Takes Two. And um, someone had written to her. I blame her, by the way, for responding to this. But someone had written to her going, I cannot believe... <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. I cannot believe Michelle Visage is wearing fake glasses. She's showing no respect for people... Oh, for <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> who, have, ...who have poor eyesight, right? And, she might um, have had ice I, in her eye. And, and, <laughs> and she responded with... These are the glasses that I use to read and they are proper lenses. The next day she responds by actually putting some video footage of it up to prove that it wasn't the, she wasn't actually showing no respect mm. being all glassing wearing people here I haven't got mine on but you two are I didn't I wouldn't find it offensive if somebody's <laughs> no. wearing glasses but that that's kind of where we got to But it's, you're quite right and the, and the problem is that, that that person that's made that point has been given the same airtime as it were or yeah. the same right to 
offer these opinions as anyone else. It's a, it's a level playing field at the moment, and that doesn't filter for stupidity. But was, what was so bizarre about it is that week Michelle Fizaja got chucked out of Strictly, but her dance was vogue by Madonna, and her whole because I watched a bit of it. The whole video before it was about how the gay community and her had gelled, and how they had helped her through all her. Yeah, stuff. it was her thank you, and it, it was her thank you to the gay community. And then you've got some bloke having a go at her for wearing glasses, even though just in case she was not showing enough respect to somebody right. who might have dwindling eyesight. Such a bizarre <laughs> scenario. Should we do the quiz, Pete? Yes, let's do the quiz. Oh, no. Um, Tim looks You're not actually at a disadvantage here, Tim, because this is all about the content of the episode. Your yeah. knowledge, your, your lack of knowledge of friends outside of this episode, it, it, it won't come into play here. We end each episode with an attention to detail quiz, okay. which just picks up on a few bits along the way. Um, Can I just explain to Pete and Dave and the listeners just... Just how competitive Tim is. It's are it's we, almost a sick. It's almost a sick. Am I playing against it's against someone? Well, we're going to be playing against each other. I assume. I thought I was on your side because you're you, not you my brought, side. Oh, I'm your friend. Oh, you are now. <laughs> well, we, had a, we had a, 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 a two people, two guests on the podcast last week, and we trialed the head-to-head versus version of the quiz, and it got horribly competitive. Helen yeah. Munts was one of them, and it got horribly competitive. And then Helen sort of ended it the episode. It also took fucking ages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it did, because we, we went for the writing down sort of big fat quiz of the year format, uh, which was too much. No, so no, you, we'll just shout out. We'll just show are it you, out. Yeah. Um, are, you, are you in the quiz as well, Dave? Uh, no, no, no. He's no, quiz we've, master. We've prepared the quiz. Oh, Pete it's and you I, writing. Yeah, yeah. I so normally Pete it's, was doing it. Okay. No, so it's normally just me and Pete will quiz the guests. Right, just a bit okay. of a bit of fun. Oh, bit of fun at the God. end, Tim. Bit of fun. Question one. How long does Joey sentence Chandler to punishment for? A day. Isn't it... Is it five hours? No, you got you got the number right. You got the unit horribly wrong. Five days. No, you're underestimating by a long way. Five weeks. <laughs> Keep going. I mean, this is just five now. months. No, one more. Five, five years. years. There it is. I won. I won that. I said that first. <laughs> uh, yeah, he sentences to five years. Five years. What, uh, in the box. Silent treatment. Oh, no, no, I get all right. Sorry. Oh, I thought, I see, see that wasn't clear. That wasn't that was clear in the question. Poor questioning. That. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, Jesus, no, I'd have got that. I mean, I won it anyway, but that's fine. <laughs> Fine. Uh, Pete, would you like to ask question two? Be very careful I, to I would... phrase it perfectly. <laughs> I'll try my best. Uh, what does Rachel want to get Chandler for Christmas? So for context, this is quite at the start, before they talk about the secret centre. I um, thought I was going to be so good at this. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, and the quiz is specifically designed to be just these very specific details. But if it helps, the retort is that Ross says to Rachel after she says it's to Chandler, he says, and should we all expect gifts that you can steal from your office? Oh, um, uh, I, I was like a stapler or something. Oh, punch. What was it? Um, I got this. You haven't yet. <laughs> <laughs> P, piss off. Come on. Um, Jesus. Uh, I'm going to kick myself. Do with being on the phone. Oh, a, 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 a wireless um, thing in your mouth, what they call it, a headset. Headset, <laughs> headset, 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 he's done it, he's done it, he's only gone and done it. Oh, mate, it's only one all. Headset, headset, yes, yes. Yeah, plug See, in telephone look headset. at this. Correct. Got it, he got is, it. He's thrilled. <laughs> Listener, he is thrilled. Question three, what number speed dial is Richard's office on Monica's phone? Nine? We're just going to go through the numbers now, yeah. aren't we? Eight. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> yes! <laughs> In your face! You haven't got you haven't got one answer properly though, like me. <laughs> oh what? The Naming. Bluetooth thing in the mouth. <laughs> Having named every piece of office equipment that exists. 
Come is on. Is it a door? No. <laughs> is it a chair? I got it. <sighs> Come on, Pete. Okay. Uh, Come on, Pete. Question four. What's the third meaning of the box as given by Chandler? That's a very well-worded question. Oh, my word. Okay, so it's... Um, gives him some time to think. Yep. The meaning of the box is threefold. I thought the I thought the meaning of the third the meaning was that it was threefold. No, <laughs> no the meaning of the box is threefold. Gives me time to think. Makes me I think about my friendship with Joey. Is that the second one? Potentially, I'm, I'm only interested. Oh, in the third I know one. this. Yeah, no. um, gives me time to think. The third one's the gag. The gag answer, you know. Uh, there is a gag in there, Tim. Sorry, I can't remember. I think we'll put you out of your misery. He says, and three, it hurts. Oh, yeah, oh, it I don't think being in the box would hurt, though, would it? Mm. A bit uncomfortable, but depends how short it is. It Do you reckon he was allowed out for a wee? Matthew Perry, yeah, no, Chandler. no, Chandler. Matthew Perry wasn't in the box. No, yeah, yeah, sorry, but was Chandler um, allowed out? Or did he have to try and <laughs> use that hole somehow? <laughs> sort of little fountain, <laughs> a DIY sprinkler. Um, fifth question, and this is uh, there are three parts to this answer. So it's two one, two so one. This, this potentially could go quite go messy. either way. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. What three things did Rachel keep from Egg. Us? Egg. Oh, you... <laughs> uh, uh, stub. C- cinema stub. One all. This is the last one. It's the one they spend the most time talking about, weirdly. Oh, it's the, the tooth from the, um, from, from oh, the yeah, museum. Oh, yeah, from the museum. No. Uh, Natural History Museum. Dinosaur in, tooth. In, in <laughs> your It's face. a thousand years old. In... A million years old, thousand years old. Five years. Five months. A pen. Office. <laughs> headset. Dogs. How many years Biscuits. old is it? A million or a thousand? Uh, I don't know. I didn't, did not write that down, if I'm honest. So he said it's like a million years old. Yeah, yeah, do thousand, I get a bonus yeah. for that? Or quizzing's DOA. I'm afraid that means it's a win for... for what, or, that's it? For, five questions, mate. Oh, it's a penalty shootout, and you did not oh. win it. You waddled it over the... Yeah, I did. I got egg. <laughs> you just shouted I, egg. I got egg. You just shouted egg. I got... I'm going to clip that out for our social media. <laughs> On this week's episode, Tim Lovejoy shouts egg. Egg! <laughs> I got egg and I got a uh, headset. So I'm all right. I'm all right. I feel all right about yeah, that. exactly. Well, I think you did really well today, Tim. A respectable performance. Thank you, Mark. I don't believe you, but thank you. No, I do. I'm proud of you. Hmm. That's nice. This is like the end of the episode when Joey and Chandler make up, isn't it? Mm. Now go it, get her. Did, it, did I? Did I, I, I which one of you'll get mugged? Did yeah. I add anything to your podcast, or did I ruin it? Yeah, no, it's been lovely. Actually, it's been it's been a really nice um, way of of looking at an episode. I think a completely different one. It's nice to mix things up after mm. we're into like our third season now, so we've got to start flipping up the format. You know, yeah. getting yeah. getting new perspectives, getting new insights. Mark Augustine, Tim Lovejoy, thank you so much. Oh, thank you very much for having us. Thank you, guys. You've been waiting for that, haven't you? Brilliant. Do you know what it means? Great. Yeah, go to Napoli, which basically is a Tuscan thing for go to hell. Go to hell, yeah. And and it's like, uh, what's the, I wrote it down actually, which is go fuck yourself. See you next week. Bye. 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 (laughs) Hello, still there, look. Hi. Hello. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. Slightly different episode of Friends with Friends, uh, where we invited somebody that had never seen Friends previously on, which was very interesting. I enjoyed it very much. Um, next week, uh, well, Pete, here's the thing. I'm off to Australia, aren't I? Ugh, bloody hell. And then on the way back, I'm going to South Korea for an evening. It's it's a complicated... I'm going to Australia for four and a half days or five days or something ludicrous. Um, so uh, I will, in the meantime, we'll do a couple of mini episodes where we continue to tick off the clip shows. Yes, let's do that. So where are we up to now? What's the next one? It'll be season seven, madly, 
and it's episode 21. It's the one with the vowels. Um, I just don't know if it's worth flagging at this point that it's quite a dog shit episode. But the episode of the podcast won't be. Can't promise that. Right? (laughs) No, please stick with us and listen. We love you very much. Bye. Please, please listen. (laughs) Great Big Owl. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.